Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> under the bleachers we're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens this week the edge of 17 as in the 2016 one (laughs) i got confused jane at the end of last episode we like talked about a different movie do you realize that no what did we talk about we were like i think this movie is queer and it's like not the same movie the thing is i have a disease where i think every movie is gay so like okay i don't know I was actually going to bring that up because the, same thing with the Yes, God, Yes. I was like, that's a gay movie. It's not a gay movie. It's not? No. Anyway, the the confusing <laughs> thing is that there's two movies on Netflix called Edge of 17 and The Edge of 17. I know. I think I messed that um, up. No, no, no. It's not your fault. It's weird that that's happening. Um, First, I wanted to ask where you are right now. I am in West Caldwell, New Jersey. And in my childhood bedroom, my mic is sitting on a box set of Gilmore Girls DVDs. <laughs> Yay! Can you show me what you were showing me um, before the record? Okay, I pulled out of my bookcase a number of um, a DIY, what are these called, scrapbooks that a friend gifted me. And the one I showed you was from My Sweet 16 and like all of the shit fell off of it. Like there's all these little words that say laugh. And birthday and little flowers, <laughs> and they proceeded to just like tumble onto the floor. But um, they were glued in before. Yes, yes. I'll post pictures. Cute. And and the one I'm looking at now is like more of a general friend. Oh my god, high school thing. And like I'm just like, wow, I was so hot. <laughs> peak, like just peak years, peak years. 16. This is a lot of work. Like. I think like, my friend Jess did these for me, and she's like just a really good. She's it's it's like a skill she has. Scrapbooking. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like and now she's having a baby. Congrats. Oh, I feel like that wasn't as much popular, but there were all these books that like um, they were sort of like, they were a little bit like personality quizzes, or they were just books that there would be like kind of a questionnaire, and your friends could like write in their answer. Like, oh, I like that. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? And then all your friends could write their answer in that page. And I remember it really well because one of them was like, who's your crush? And mm-hmm. one of my best friends, Anna, wrote, none. Well, I think boys suck. And it's like one of the most, it's the cutest. <laughs> Is she gay now? No, she's married now to a guy. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's just very endearing. And um, I definitely remind her about it all the time. Very cute. I like that kind of stuff where we have something sort of similar or I have something sort of similar where I've talked about this. On Valentine's Day, you fill out these quizzes and then you like get matched with people who are your friends at at middle school and high school. And like so I like still a- have them. Oh, so like a dating app. Wait. Yes. <laughs> the school did it. You paid this, the money. This data is like available at the school? You fill out a quiz. The school is like sanctioning it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were raising money. They were raising money for something. I also have This is so interesting. There's just so much shit in here. I'm very like I'm very stimulated and I'm also so, like, very sweaty. Match.com. <laughs> stimulated sort of. and sweaty. That's great. Um, do okay, I, I do want to talk about what this movie uh, this movie is a very different type of teen experience from what yes. we're talking about. Mm-hmm. For example, 
she has no friends. Um, do you want to introduce our guest? I do. April okay. Clark is one half of comedy duo Girl God. Catch her live in New York or LA or on Twitter at autogenefiled. <clears throat> Hi, April. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Do you want to say your Twitter handle? <laughs> yeah, it's autogynefiled. Frick, I... You Whatever. had it earlier. You had it. It's okay. Don't even worry about it. Don't Jean, even worry about it. Jane, like a gynecologist. Okay, I'm stupid. I actually was at a doctor recently, and he said gyn instead of gynecologist. Oh yeah, that's what that's how like doctors talk about it. Anyway, they're like that's what I did in med school. April, mm-hmm. we like to we like to ask um all of our guests who come on the pod, what type of teen were you? What type of what type of teen was I? Oh my, <laughs> a loser, a fucking huge loser nerd. Um, all I did was my homework. That's yeah. it. That's you're it. in good company. Um, <laughs> Same. You know, I didn't really do I didn't really do a lot of like drugs or anything in high school. Um, I didn't. I didn't really do a whole lot of anything too crazy and during during those ages. So there's definitely a like Twitter disagreement unfolding where people are talking about euphoria and some people are like, wow, you guys, you your high school experience must have been so different from mine. Like all the drugs to me, that's normal. And then the other half is like, oh, to my me, God. that's not normal at all. <laughs> like, um, so there's like a war and I feel like we have to choose a side, but also, I think people are conflating their own experience with like what everyone else is right doing. as to whether or not it's normal. I don't know. Is Euphoria normal? No, no, it's a television. No, yeah, is that the no. point? Like, it's no, a television show. Yeah, it's <laughs> supposed to be over the top. I don't want to watch. I want to. I when I watch a television show, I want to watch teens do heroin, not homework. <laughs> That's yeah. what I want. That's what I like to see. So. April, yeah, I need to ask you a question, which is yes. you said you were a loser and you didn't do a lot of drugs. Are you are you not a loser now and do you do a lot of drugs? Oh, this is really this is really interesting. Uh what an, what an interesting what an interesting question. Um I would say I'm not a loser anymore. I don't know. Would a loser say that they're not a loser? I don't know. I would say you're I'm giving me extremely loser. not loser vibes. If that means anything okay. at all, thank you. Yeah, that means that means something. Um, that means that means something. <laughs> I just um just dropped out of a PhD program, which I think is hell yeah. Pretty, Wait for real? Yeah, for real. Everyone's what were you doing it? What were everyone's, you everyone intending to study? It was in it was in women's studies. Um, hell yeah, that was my minor. That's so funny, and I got like. <laughs> two years in and i was like i don't i don't know if this is the thing to do right now so um one of my really good friends in college did the same thing like dropped out after two years of her anthropology phd and she married this guy that we're like not sure of like he might be like an op he might be like a cia type person we're oh my, not sure what anyway but they what seem like really that? happy and now she teaches like high school and she's like super happy and they have a cute dog and cat wow Wait, you have to go back. Why do you think the husband is an op? That is such a thing to say. Oh yeah, her husband. I think he's an op. It's not really a big deal though. It doesn't really. 
It well, they live in like the Virginia DC area, and he like has never like said like what his job is, or when he does, mm. it like seems fake. And oh, he's just so like you, you very huge. So you don't think like it's an op like on her? Oh, sorry, no, I mean like <laughs> I mean like I thought you were saying like yeah, I think her husband is the it's fool. It's her husband is fooling her. No, I mean off. like oh my god, what if they what if they swat me for this? Anyway, um, <laughs> wait, can I share something really quick? Um, yes. I was looking through some of the papers that are on this vanity at which I'm sitting, and one of them is an essay that I wrote for my women's oh, minor, yeah. and it says, it, the title is Tacitness Within Queer Migration. So this is what you gave up, April. Wow. Wait, I have a dumb question. What is within... tacit? Don't remember. It's like, um, it's like, is it like, like not timid, like quiet. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you like tacitly agree with something, it's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> Wait, you know what this is about, and it's actually genuinely interesting, is it's a it's an article written by Carlos de Sina, and it's a, I think what it's about is how in Spanish there's assumed, there's like assumed, yeah, there's assumed pronouns, pronoun. like you assume who's the subject of a sentence, and he relates that to queerness in, in some countries where like you assume queerness, but it's not something you have to state. Anyway, this is, <laughs> wow. Unfortunately, is so deep unfortunately we were wrong and like this movie is like not queer. Not even a little. Let's yeah. talk, let's, ah! that's, ah! that's a complicated thing to say. I don't know. That's true, that's true. No, you're right. Um, I wanted to ask um, April, had you, had you like heard about this movie before? Yes, okay, I saw okay. this movie in theaters when it came out. Oh, wow, shit. Um, and then I also rewatched it yesterday in preparation for this. So I've now seen this movie a grand total of two times. And um, what, what a movie. Did you, did you have a relationship <laughs> with Haley Steinfeld prior to this movie? Like, I feel like so I haven't watched True Grit, but I just like knew her as the True Grit girl. I haven't watched True Grit either. Um, but I I knew I knew Haley Seinfeld as did I not did I I think I did. I feel like I knew her from like either the second or the third pitch perfect. Pitch perfect. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> I, and so I I which I think came out before this movie. So um yeah. I think that's where I knew her from, and I think that's part of why I wanted to see this movie. Mm. Um, is she gay? I no, mm. but she plays a lot of gay roles. Like she plays, she's in the Emily Dickinson right show, yeah. which is yeah. I think she's queer. Okay. Um, there's also a rumor that she voted for Trump, which I think is not true. Like I, that is really I, funny though. I don't. Think, how could anyone know? <laughs> I. It's complicated, and I whatever. I don't know. I don't. I, think th- I do think. I think the industry has been like. They look at her and they're like, "You could be bisexual." Like that's like how they see her. Yeah, because she's she's got kind of like a she's got like the face for it. Like <laughs> you know, like she she just kind of. But I don't think she is. But well, she, I mean, we don't know. I'll, yeah, that's true. Um, Jane, what's your ask. what's your relationship with Haley Steinfeld? Okay, here's the thing. I did see True Grit in theaters because I'm Jewish, and when you're Jewish on Hanukkah, you go and see Oscar contenders, oh. and so. I was trying to like I have this theory that if we could just gather the data of like what movies yeah, Jews go to see on Christmas like those they have like a much higher percentage of winning an Oscar. Um <laughs> but let's see Haley Steinfeld. Um I like her song. I like her song, the one that one song. <laughs> I love me. I like And Is that the jocking off one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
That's cool. Is, that was cool a, of her. It's a good song. Wait, I think that's why I think she's gay is because for some reason I have that conflated, that song conflated with because her. Because like, she masturbates. Because she masturbates. Yeah. Um, it's very gay. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's why. So that was a mistake on my part. No, I, re- I remember. Well, I also think that's maybe the start of like the industry being like, you could be queer. I, I do feel like I, I like the song Starving. But I don't really have. I don't really remember her in Pitch Perfect. She was also in Neighbors. Neighbors. Oh too? yeah, you're right. You're right. She she had some like fun little roles, but I do think of her as kind of. Um, I think of her as someone who should be acting and not singing. Does that make sense? Same. Yeah, but I yeah, think she ju- I think she just like she it. really fell off. Like yeah, like, she. I was talking about this yesterday. She like you know had an acting career as like a young person i guess okay she's doing dickinson now which is i guess i have and and marvel and marvel true true okay maybe she didn't fall off but she tried to she like tried to start this music career and it like didn't really work um people know her as like kind of a like mid-tier actor um and now she just kind of does like how many people watch dickinson i haven't watched i don't know i haven't seen it i kind of want to but i I probably will watch it. Like, okay, so work. no one in the room has seen it. One hundred percent of people polled have not seen. Wait, Dickinson. I can weigh in quickly, which is I had a conversation with my mom yesterday, and she said I watched the first episode of Dickinson and I hated it <laughs> because it was gay. No, because Dickinson, like, she did too much, and she she was like, I thought Emily Dickinson was in like agoraphobic. Oh. Agoraphobic. What the Agro- fuck? Agro- agoraphobic. <laughs> Shit. Agrophobic. Um, I do think I I watched part of Hawkeye, which is the Marvel show she's in, because we saw it filming close to my street, and they I saw oh. them drop a stunt woman down a building, and so I was like, Haley Steinfeld is gonna drop down this building, but I can't find it. I can't. <laughs> I don't you know wanted to see Haley Steinfeld fall off a building? Well, I wanted to see you like, were like, the street oh, where I we were standing. Gotta see that. I have. Gotta see Haley Steinfeld fall. It's like near a burger place that I like. I don't know. What if it got cut? You're sort of like an extra who makes everyone go watch the movie. They have like you know they walk through the scene and they're like, well, I guess I wasn't in it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I feel like right now. I have like two more episodes. It's also like I hated it. Like it's bad. So that's like a problem. Okay. Um. So this. This movie is the directorial debut of um, screenwriter Kelly Craig, um, and it was like the, this this woman who um, started out writing comedy and spoken word. <laughs> Sorry, and um, just like submitted this spec script, which was originally called Besties, which I think is like a terrible name for this movie. Um, and it, it got picked up, which like it just never happens. I did want to say, Jane, that she talks about or her wiki talks about how she developed a bunch of screenplays, including a modern high school retelling of Shirano de Bergerac. <laughs> oh my god, I want to see that. Wait, it's what, every. What it's like, that? Jane. It's it's how we talk about every single movie where there's like, they think that this person is writing to them, and it's like always oh. a retelling of this same play. Okay. Um, I actually think they're gonna make like they're making a movie with Peter yeah they're Dinklage. making like um, yeah <laughs> okay yeah it's just um, called like Cyrano Peter Cyrano. Dinklage yeah speaking of teens Peter Dinklage recently went hard on Snow White with Rachel Zegler in it and he was like why are you making this film it's about dwarfs 
like being oh. stereotypes. I think, I think even more pro even worse than that is it's just stupid. Who asked <laughs> yes. for another Snow White? Like, I don't even I absolutely hear you, Peter Dinklage. But also, <laughs> like the movie doesn't like we don't need it anyways. So I don't I don't Yeah, know. it's like who's fate also to be honest, like, even if you like Disney, like, whose favorite Disney princess is Snow White? Oh, like- I can't wait to go see the new Snow White movie. Like, that's all I- that's what I'm dying to go see is Snow White. Like, I-, I do like it because he apparently criticized them that they were hypocrites for taking pride in diversity while at the same time making a feature about, in his words, dwarves living in a cave. Oof. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that I don't know if they live in a cave. Anyway, um <laughs> this is so anyway, back to back to this this movie. Um there are a bunch of people in it that I wanted to point out. Jane first Haley Lou Richardson, confusing. Yeah, Haley on on set. Who unfortunately I feel like is the same type of actor as Haley Steinfeld. Interesting. What very do we watch? Similar, yeah, very similar. I mean, I feel like we watched kind of movies like mm. Yeah, didn't we watch Five Feet Apart and we were like, she looks like Haley Steinfeld? No, no, I thought she was Zoe Dutch. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, she does. You- I, she does look like Zoe Dutch. When Thank I started you. this movie yesterday, I was like, is that Zoe Dutch? And then I looked it up because I was like, where have I seen her? If it's not, and then it, I was like, oh, Five Feet Apart. Okay. Thank the, God, this the hair is color, a big deal for me. The hair uh, color in it is pretty. Is yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> um, she in this whole movie. In the whole movie. Uh, uh Haley Lou Richardson is um in just like some of the worst outfits in the, <laughs> in the world um just re- and which is so funny because she's supposed to be kind of like the like not the like hot friend but like she's the friend who like kind of goes off and dates the hot guy and she- like uh, is becomes popular meanwhile she's like dresses if she's like like a pregnant housewife or something like 90 percent of the time like <laughs> Or also like like she's like ten, like kind of back and forth. Like, um, I think they were trying to do like cottage core. <laughs> I don't remember her clothing. Can you just name an outfit really quick to she, like, trigger my memory? There's one outfit I remember really, really vividly, which is at the end of the movie. Um, which I guess we'll summarize in plot later. But at the end of the movie, the like final shot where we see her in the morning, like having breakfast, she's. Um, in this like purple fitted women's cut like v-neck shirt with stars on it like it just uh, looks like it's like literally like a preschooler's shirt old, old, navy, <laughs> um, old navy kids yeah <laughs> literally and then she's also in just like like mid-rise like really skinny jeans that just, oh. like that the shirt like isn't tucked into or anything it just kind of the shirt just kind of goes <laughs> over it like oh, no. and um and like it's not clear like it's not pajamas because she's wearing je- <laughs> like jeans but it's, it's not and like a, she's wearing like jeans and a bra so she's like definitely like got dressed in this outfit um <laughs> i i do i like her in five feet apart and i think jane we just like we like her and we like wished her well and i don't think this is it really i feel like she was fine in this i don't know well i I guess oh yeah i think she was fine i just don't think this character was very good i don't know anyway let's let's jump right in let's oh cool okay okay 
Nadine's favorite person was her dad, and then he died. She doesn't get along that well with her popular brother Darian or her mom, Mona. Her only true friend is Krista, who gives her a ride to school every day because Nadine failed her driving test. When Nadine catches Krista and Darian hooking up, she truly freaks out. Darian invites Krista to a party, and Nadine begrudgingly comes along too. Krista is quickly absorbed into the cool crowd while Nadine feels left out and self-conscious. She asks Mona to pick her up, who is upset because she's just gotten an email from her boyfriend's wife. Feeling lonely, Nadine invites Erwin, her classmate who she's not interested in but clearly has a crush on her, to a theme park. He tries to kiss her on the Ferris wheel, which is which does not go well, but leads to them loosening up and having more fun. What a what a what a beautiful opening. What I feel like <laughs> so okay, we're at the start of the movie, it's laying the groundwork for the rest of it. It's not clear what exactly is what exactly is gonna happen. There are so many things we could focus in on here. Um a couple things. It's we need to clarify from the beginning that when nadine first of all what a name for a character yeah. um some someone was really like yeah we're gonna call the main character nadine um uh, all right so um she catches krista and darian like hooking up and it seems to be like the first time they've hooked up so it's like her you know her best friend hooking up with her brother the first time and we see them about to hook up and they're like i don't know the characterizations of, of all the characters is weird like the brother is originally he's like oh he's like the douchey older brother but then like krista gets with him because he's like kind of nice and they're like yeah laughing and joking I'm like have together. they spoken before <laughs> right it's really not clear like have they had a thing going on like have they yeah, yeah have yeah. they ever like is it just i don't I don't know. Um, Nadine, wow, this first plot point covers, I guess, a large chunk of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Nadine, <laughs> after she after she catches them hooking up, she freaks the fuck out. Like, she freaks out so, so much. Um, and it's just so, from the very beginning, I was like, oh my God, she's being, she's being ridiculous. She's being extremely ridiculous um it also i think like i was confused about too because when she walks in on them first of all why would you open the door obviously this would upset me i would absolutely not open the door hearing my my i have an older brother hearing my brother's voice in there hearing my best friend's right. voice in there i would be like the door. i would be like don't i wouldn't assume it's the best friend but i'd be like oh brother definitely fucking someone yeah like or <laughs> yeah she fully also- she fully is just like like opens the door and it's like they also they also look like they're like in love in the bed, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know. They look like they look she, like they've been dating for like. Eight they months. <laughs> fall in love so quickly, pretty much like they they hook up one time and then immediately they're like boyfriend girlfriend right off yeah. the bat. Well, um, when you do hand job, that's that, true. That's that the gets thing. Intimate they, really they quickly. Walk, Haley Seinfeld walks in the room, and they're not like they're not just fucking. They're like <laughs> like. Haley Lou Richardson is like leaning over the boyfriend, like giving him a hand job, like, and it's really like. And also, is she clothed? I but they're also her. like she the other. Know. The other okay. thing is like she's giving him a hand job, but instead of them looking like they're horny, they look like they're like laughing in delight, like yeah, like, just yeah. so in love. It doesn't right. So it's so interesting. Like the the Krista. 
not once does Krista try to justify it by saying like, oh, well, like we were extremely drunk because they were. Haley Steinfeld's character was like in the bathroom throwing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like Krista, it is. it would be absolutely reasonable to me if Krista had been like, oh, well, like, you know, it was two in the morning. We were both like drunk and hanging out and you were throwing up and like, I don't know, we made out a little. Oops. Like, <laughs> oops. That, that, yeah, but, but she can't. She doesn't like... say that. She's just like, so what? I fucked your brother. Like, it, it, that's normal for me now. Like, I don't know. It's. Just, it I'm doing like... prolonged eye contact while jerking right. him off. Oh, right. No. right. <laughs> uh, I, the, the, the moment this movie started, I knew the dad was going to die. I knew it. It's so obvious. It's just mm. this like friendly guy who's singing Billy Joel. He's just going to die. Um, I wanted yeah. to talk about Blake Jenner who plays Darian. He is a, he is a domestic abuser, so we probably should mention oh, yeah. that. He, what do you guys think he? of him? Oh, he like beat up Supergirl. Yeah, oh. former wife. His, oh no. His, yeah, I forgot her name. Sorry. So yeah, I think Melissa. Um, yeah. Something. What do we think about him? He. Well, I'll just they, say quickly. Like, oh, they met. Did they? Supergirl, like the other, they're both from Glee. Yes, right? yeah, yes, did they, they met on Glee. Okay, part of Glee's sordid past. Um. He has a wow. very small waist and very broad shoulders. He's he, so much bigger than in Glee. Yeah. He looks like a swimmer. Yes, yeah, yeah. he looks like, like a belt. That's exactly it. He just looks like he like swims, and then he wears that those like like gay ass like kind of <laughs> fitted shirts like mm-hmm. that just make him look like he's like ripped but also kind of feminine. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's soft. Ve- it's very <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like he doesn't play football. He like swims. Yeah, he, he looks like he's hairless too. Unfortunately, like, yeah. Unfortunately, he is hot. However, I do think that like especially in the start of the movie when they hook up, like they just look so old. They look like they're twenty seven. Like mm. he and um Haley Lou. Yeah, especially when they're in the bed. Again, they're having like, very like adult sex. Like, yeah, they're, yes. they're not like they're too, having like, like married sex, cor- <laughs> right? Literally, they're having married sex. They're Bra-on not like two like corny teens. Like, ooh, we're ho- also what the age difference is like one year or something. Like, oh, yeah. well, I, I don't know. Like, it. she's supposed to be seventeen and he's a senior, so he's got to be like eighteen, oh, yeah. right? So Maybe like she's sixteen, yeah. But oh, I, I think know. she's seventeen because it's edge well, of edge 17. of seventeen. <laughs> So she's like I, I unless like edge of almost are you 17. edging are you edging, I think she 17 is 17 or edging, edging 17 edging 18 <laughs> um, yeah there should have been edging because that's what... oh edge no, of, no no edging no, no. Seven... anyway anyway I I think that Haley well Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld does not have Blake. sex does she have sex this whole movie no, no. so yeah edging. so wait so what wait <laughs> edging. So, edging oh I understand okay she never actually had sex yeah okay I think Jane that Lynn. one thing that I like sort of struggle with is is Haley Steinfeld's characterization as Nadine. Like I don't really understand why she doesn't have friends. To me, she's gorgeous and yes. she's yes. as attractive in not just as like, her physically, but like like her as a person is as, she, as attractive as her brother and her friend. She's like, like she's like it. hot high school girl. Like, you know, like she like dresses well. She doesn't dress like weird. She is talkative she i literally yeah don't understand why long she hair have long hair goes long hair way. long hair she doesn't she like it's not she's yeah i don't know she and also you, yeah i feel like she i think they're trying to do this thing it's very similar to the to the tv show never have i ever which is like she just like has a lot of issues going on and so she just like sabotages everyone and is annoying 
but I it never have I ever they're a little younger and so and they mm-hmm. also look younger and so it sort of plays up the immaturity whereas here it just looks like a 24 year old like having a meltdown like yeah <laughs> I see like and doing doing the like quirky monologuing in the start is like kind of hard for me it's always fun to see Woody Harrelson like be an asshole but like I, yeah that was that was a little hard for me it also with her characterization or it 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 doesn't make sense when Krista goes and like starts dating the boyfriend and then like makes other friends it's kind at a glance it's like the very stereotypical thing where it's like oh best friend like becomes popular Mm -hmm. but the boyfriend that like him and his friends we never see they're not framed as like douches you just kind of assume that that's this what's happening because it's like that's what has happened in other movies but like he's always nice it seems like all the other girls are like just kind of like nice normal, normal. girls like yeah. why doesn't this the only reason Haley Steinfeld doesn't want to like join is because she's like oh it's my brother's friends like yeah yeah there's sort of like she sets up like resentment that her brother just like can function more normally in social situations and like she can't and like I don't know there's sort of she sort of like just hates like how people like him which is kind of interesting to me I did I did like that they were fighting over the house, like, when the parents were gone. Like, that was very realistic to me. It's something I, mm-hmm. I feel like is not in a lot of teen movies. Like, that brother-sister dynamic is funny to me. And I remember my brother and I, like, argued over, like, well, I want to have friends over. I want to have friends over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but she's so, again, like, like you were saying, like, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with her brother. And she, like, is so resentful of him having, like, a yeah. friend group and, like, playing with their cool swimming pool. Like, yeah. When... At one point, he's cleaning up pee, and he's like, someone let Baxter in the house, and he peed. I thought he met a person. <laughs> and I was like, you're telling me you got out of a swimming pool and then peed on a living room floor? Just there is no... I don't think we see the dog even one yes. time. So there's actually no proof that he is not talking about a person. <laughs> I'm going to choose to believe that, because yeah, that's sort no... of more interesting than a lot of stuff going on. Baxter yeah. truther. Baxter's a guy. <laughs> Yeah. April, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have two siblings. I was going to ask, my question for this pod is, is your sibling hotter than you? Oh. I mean. And you can choose a sibling. One of my siblings is like famous <laughs> on TikTok for being ripped. That's so, so cool. So like. Seriously. <laughs> so Jesus. he, I guess, is like famous for being hot and he's like a model. So. so he's basically the guy in this movie. <laughs> yeah, except he's younger than me. This is so exciting. <laughs> I'll say, I feel like as a as a kid, I relate to the watching the movie. I related more to the brother character. Who I I feel like I was like the like sibling who had to yeah the good like the good kid be good yeah. to like pick up some kind of slack. Yeah. Um, so I agree. Mm-hmm. Jane, um, I feel like my sister and I. Are different types of hot Ooh, good... specifically like she has boobs and oh. i don't <laughs> that's like a pretty defining... those are two types of yeah, hot. those are two types of very hot. different and also she's like uh, her she i she's like much darker than i am and i'm like fair hmm. so that's what hmm. i'm she's hotter <laughs> she's hotter than me though hmm. i also I... oh sorry go for oh it. i was gonna say i unfortunately had friends in um I would say grade school that like had a crush on my brother and I really I didn't like it not because I was like resentful of him but more because I was like 
he doesn't he's like his personality sucks and like you shouldn't like him but just because i was the little sister um and i don't think there were any like friends the other way around like his friends that like me so i guess i have to concede hotter sibling but i don't want to Mm. yeah it's hard to do you can you can insist you can say like (laughs) the evidence points that he's the hotter sibling but you can say that no you and yeah, that it's yeah. Not that's true. what i'll say that's what i'll yeah. say next time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that's fair i think this is a hard fine. question i <laughs> <laughs> um my other my other note is that like her mom says something about like uh, after her bad date she's like i'm gonna put a bunch of makeup on and do my hair and then take it all off and go to sleep and i was like shit like that's what i'm gonna be like because <laughs> that's what i do oh. now in pandemic I like to just like put makeup on at home. I think that's nice, honestly. I wanted to quickly talk about the party. There's so many party scenes in movies, yes. and for this caliber of movie, I think of it as kind of like um a a good movie spoiler, uh, as opposed to like shitty movies. But their party was lame, and I don't yeah. know if you guys noticed the extras in the back, but they oh, no. were so like they weren't selling it. They were kind of like side eyeing the camera. Like mm-hmm. you could tell that they were just like happy to be there and like be on the, mm-hmm. in the movie. And I really mm-hmm. didn't like that. Like you have to give these people something to do. Mm-hmm. Jane, we could be great extras at a TV yeah. party. Okay. Should we, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. At school, Nadine accuses Krista of ditching her and says, Darian is going to drop her for someone hotter. Krista reveals Darian reveals that Darian had asked her to be his girlfriend. Nadine says Krista has to choose between them, and when Krista refuses, ends their friendship. At home, Nadine confronts Darian and says he doesn't love her. Nadine talks her crush Nick at the pet store where he works. He compliments her shoes, but doesn't encourage a conversation. With no one else to talk to, Nadine rants to her sardonic teacher, Mr. Brunner, about social media and how much she prefers old people. He says maybe people don't like her, which leads to Nadine calling him a disgusting bald guy. Then Mr. Brunner says she's his favorite student. These names, these names. Relationship between uh, Woody Harrelson's character and Nadine, super weird. What is going on there? Um, It's played for like, it's played for like this kind of like cute, endearing relationship where it's like, oh, like he's a rough, he's like a teacher and he's giving her a rough time because he like likes her and believes she can do better whatever but if 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 you're like a teacher a high school teacher and your like young girl student comes to you and is like I'm gonna kill myself um I feel like I don't know there are like you have a little bit more responsibility than to just go like word how are you gonna do it like yeah um I don't know I don't know I agree there's sort of an overwhelming quirkiness to this movie yeah that that takes away from anything realistic i mean i agree that mr brunner has more of a responsibility to take care of her but i also in my mind i'm like he shouldn't put up with her shit like she's no, so I annoying guess that's also so part mean. of what i mean is like he like goes just goes along with it too yeah. much like he she like he is so i don't know why did like why does he even want to talk to her yeah why, for like, real and she's not that great. I'm sorry. This is why I struggle with her is like she does to me she doesn't they tried to build in the first part of the movie this thing where she's like str- she has tension with her mom and her brother and her dad understands her most and then he dies. Mm-hmm. But like it it doesn't um I don't buy that she's like this 
traumatized kid in this way and it doesn't make sense to me is she very talented is that why he wants to support her like i just don't get her she seems yeah, very normal i don't yeah i it's it's again not to sorry i keep bringing up never have i ever but in that it's like she's lashing out because her dad died and she just like never worked through you know like how sad that was and it was really hard in this movie for me to like know that but still find her like funny or relatable like I think Haley's just like really Haley's just like following what they told her to do and like Mm -hmm. being someone like truly like weird and unlikable but it's like really hard for me to like watch and like like the character doll Mm -hmm. and yeah I guess I don't know I I feel bad because I think there are maybe people that will this will that character will will like you know they'll they'll relate to that in some way like the self-sabotage and like the self-hatred but like maybe they they could have like some stuff in the start where she was just like something endearing about her i don't know (laughs) yeah literally give us one like endearing thing about her yeah like we why should i feel for this character like just because her dad died it's also like her mom is so obviously like also unhappy and like struggling and so it's hard for me to feel sympathetic to her being like an asshole because like everyone else is also having a hard time so it's like it's not just like i don't know maybe we're just like adults and we like don't have time for this shit like, but I then don't on know. top of that why is krista her friend different because yeah. she let her touch a caterpillar like none of it sort of like why does Krista like her? Why yeah, does she and like? Krista? It doesn't seem know. like Krista is like an ugly girl either. Like Krista is like not an <laughs> ugly weird girl. Like like why are they outcasts together? Like it doesn't make sense why either of them are outcasts. Are outcasts. Like they're yeah. so beautiful. Like, Actually, they are hot to me. I did have to admit that. <clears throat> and I out- do find they're outcasts because they're too hot. Everyone hates <laughs> them because they're too damn hot. I do find Haley Steinfeld to be a very good actress like she's very captivating and Mm -hmm. very i don't know i just it's weird because this movie has like a 94 percent on rotten tomatoes but i don't so well reviewed yeah yeah Yeah. i don't see i I don't know i feel like i'm missing something like it sort of reminds me of um the spectacular now which is a very simple movie in 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 the same way but i buy all of the kind of like extra stuff that's unspoken whereas with this i don't really get it yeah she seems like she's like panicking that other people around her are having sex or like even just like having friends like there seems to be just this big big like mental block she has where she's like fuck everyone for having friends like why isn't everyone like alone and i don't know like is that relatable? Like, th- it's difficult for me because I was, like, a friend. Like, I was anxious about having friends or not, too, but I was a friend pleaser. So, like, mm. if someone was mm. mad at me, I would be panicky that they were going right. to be mad at me and not, like, push them away. I don't know. Right. She's, she's like, oh, I'm, like, so terrified of my friend leaving me, so I'm going to be a huge bitch to her. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, it's well. Ups- it's, like, upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Like, good luck keeping any friends that way. Also, another thing. <laughs> here's a reading here's a reading of this movie at the beginning of the movie i couldn't remember if this actually <laughs> happened or not when i started rewatching it yesterday but i thought that there was going to be more like sexual tension between her and krista yeah um, yeah for a second at the like before krista hooks up with the brother when Haley seinfeld and krista are like having their sleepover moment and they're both like 
you know, they're like doing each other's makeup and dancing in the hallway. I was like, oh, word, like they're going to fuck. Like they're about to fuck. Um, <laughs> and so maybe, maybe that is, which I don't think is ridiculous or a huge. No, movie. I think so that's what it, I it, thought this movie was going to be. So maybe, <laughs> that's what, but yeah. that's why she's so upset that Chris is dating the brother is because it's like, I don't know. like. But that doesn't yeah. come across to me in the act, like how they yeah. have directed it. But the thing is, when I, when I read the, just like the brief summary of whatever, a girl's best friend starts dating her brother, that's why I thought it was gay. Like, because mm. it's not that big of a deal otherwise. Right. I'm sorry. It's not that big of a deal for your friend to date your brother. Like, grow up. Um, a few random um, I would think I would think it was gross, but I wouldn't be like mad at her. I would just be grossed out. Like, I would just be like, ew. But, but also, like, I mean, okay, I see how it's like complicated because- you know, now like Krista has to navigate like, oh, well, like my boyfriend and my best friend live in the same house. So I feel like the onus is a little yeah. bit on Krista to make Krista's sure. Like, to, Krista's to, like living there by the end. Yeah. Like she literally at the end of the movie, they're like <laughs> making breakfast together really domestically in the morning. And that's the scene where I was like, she looks like she's like pregnant or they something. They got married. Like, she's, like a kept housewife. Like she's like, oh, I'm in pajamas full time now. I'm in my jeans and like v-neck fitted yeah. shirt. And like, it doesn't matter because no one's going to see me today. Like, I don't know. They literally get married. But yeah, you were saying you understand like yeah, why there's a it's logistical, like complicated. There is a logistical issue that comes with dating a relative of your friend. And I totally respect that. But to to treat it like a moral <laughs> yeah, failing right. or something. But um, I, but I, I, sorry, I, I just, what I was saying a second ago is I do think that like Krista didn't do a very good job of navigating well didn't even have the chance to try and navigate like yeah. how am I gonna make this work because Nadine immediately was like fuck you blah, blah 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 so like and Nadine acted as though Krista had like failed to navigate this but yeah Krista never even tried to like try and figure out well, how and, to and and like the movie doesn't really ever focus on them again which is so right. weird to me like the movie sort of plays up more the relationship between, again, their names, Nadine and Darian. This movie was written by a 200 year old woman. What? Wait, I have a few random, Irwin. random things I want to Sorry. throw out. Irwin. Yeah, Irwin. Okay. okay. First, this might offend people. I think wearing tights under shorts is really bad. It's so. It's, it's very not, 20, 2010, I would yeah, say. Yeah, this movie is from 2016, but it's like the people who wrote it, like it seems like it was like maybe filmed or like pitched in 2010 or something and then never quite yeah. caught up to and they kept the, sa- the they kept the same yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. The same wardrobe yeah um other random thought nadine roasts her mom for plucking her nipples uh, who doesn't pluck hair out of their nipples? literally normal behavior like why why <laughs> there's also, hair on your nipples every she's also human. like fucked up she's also fucked up and she's like i'm gonna tell everyone and i'm like what the fuck nadine you have to calm down my question <laughs> My qu- <laughs> she's such a little rascal what the hell? my question was um did you have a local pet store near you that people always went to that there were like aquarium set up um because i have i have memories of like the local pet store in our mall mm. but also i just like liked looking at them so we had a pet store like that my family would always go to that had like the aquariums and stuff like when we had to like buy dog food or whatever mm. um yeah, there Jane. is a pet store. Well, so we weren't allowed to have a dog until whatever. So dogs were very exciting to me, and there was a pet store in the mall as well. But 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 there is something very sad about little puppies that are 
in those in windows. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking more about sad. like the fish and like the turtles and stuff. I think I told you the story, Jane, but in like the third grade, I went to this rich girl's birthday, <laughs> humble brag. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, it was a really great, like, it was like a mall birthday where we like got food and like, I don't, I can't remember what we did, but then at the very end, we all went to the pet store and her mom bought everybody like a pet. No. And oh my she God. bought me a turtle. And my, I came home and my mom was like, what the fuck? What the hell? That's the worst thing you could do for someone, for a child's mom yes. to give this child a pet. That's the worst thing you could do. But nothing, no, no like dogs or anything. It was all like turtles or like a fish. But yeah. like still, like that's insane. And like, I assume she bought like a bowl for everyone, you know? Whoa. Oh my God. Core memory. Core memory. Her name's Christiana. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> At our pet store, the cool thing was they had like big like um like guinea pig cages with like the tops off, so you could like hold the guinea like pigs. Yeah, which I think is like that's an an- a level of animal where it's like not abuse to keep them in a pet store. <laughs> that's cool. That's we're cool. drawing the line. Yeah, right. I draw the line at dogs, but guinea pigs. That's fine. There should be they should be- they belong in pet stores where I can go and hold them. Um, and bunnies, fine. That's okay. Like animals that would live. Like, I don't know. That seems fine. That seems I like, fine um, Yeah, I like I like the scene of them in the pet store just because I was getting tired of being in um in Nadine's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, should we move on yeah. to talk about Irwin's house? Yeah, we should. Also, I'm just realizing Nadine has a pool. Anyway, yeah, she this literally will her, she <gasps> her rich ass ha- there's not to not to, okay, not to jump the not to jump the gun, but like in the scene where, which I guess we're maybe like about to talk about, but in the scene that is later in the movie where like the teacher like picks her up and drives her home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like I like was like joke narrating like his internal monologue, like, all right, bitch, like I'm gonna drive you back to your like rich ass house, like your humongous yeah. house that I'll never be able to afford. Mm-hmm. Like she is so like she lives in a humongous house. She has her own big bedroom. Like she has a fucking pool, dude. Like, oh, you're oh, you're sad. How about take a swim in your pool? Like, oh, your dad died. That's cool. You have a you. Have, I'd rather have a pool than a dad. Oh my god, a pool would have been way more fun than a dad. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, Nadine invites herself to Irwin's house to swim, and it turns out he lives in a mansion and has a six-pack. They swim for, like, five hours. Irwin shows Nadine his drawings and invites her to a festival where his film is playing. The next day, Mona drives Nadine to school, but Krista is nearby, so Nadine refuses to get out. Mona brings Nadine to her office where they end up fighting, ending with Mona saying that Nadine's dad would be disappointed in her. Nadine steals Mona's car and drives to a playground where she accidentally sends an absolutely deranged message to her crush Nick, admitting she likes him and wants to have sex with him. She goes to Mr. Brenner for advice, who tells her to take the period off to relax. (laughs) wow wow yeah the Irwin stuff is so funny like (laughs) like he's supposed to be like I don't know what who is anyone in this movie supposed to be I really like this segment of the movie because it just like kind of goes wherever yeah he's supposed to be like this like loser kid who's like awkward but then turns out yeah turns out he's like really rich and like like ha- also has this huge ass pool and a hot tub and like yeah he's like a hot rich korean who like is really good at art and he's and funny go like to LA or something yeah, yeah. Like, he is like he's like a little cutie like 
he's yeah I really like him like especially he's like way cuter than her like other boy interest who literally looks like like Randall from Monsters Inc like (laughs) he looks like like he's one of those people who looks like Randall from Monsters Inc that's there are a lot of people in the world who look like that and it's fine but he is one of them and um it's not a good look so I I was surprised by like so there's a there's a scene in the start where she and back when she and Chris are like friends they like talk about sex a little bit where she's like I kind of want to have sex with like that guy who looks like Randall from Monsters Inc and (laughs) like it's sort of it it's like fine there and then like later she's like talking about really wanting to fuck him and it just like it's sort of surprising to me that they like put in this like horny like dialogue or like texting in there because to me nothing about her seems horny like it's she's right. just unclear like, unclear having a crisis like it just yeah it it was it was sort of jarring to me there because i couldn't figure out if she was horny at all also okay if she like it seems like her whole thing is she has like extreme like daddy issues right cuz mm. like you know that makes sense so like it would have made it doesn't make sense at all that or what would have made way more sense is if she was remotely horny for like the teacher yeah. and the teacher oh. was like no thank you. like no like um like that would have been i think a more like psychologically consistent plot if she had like like if her daddy issues had actually played out in any meaningful way but instead she just like kind of wants to fuck like a weird boy who looks like a snake (laughs) and like who isn't really a character and then yeah I don't I don't I sort of shipped them to be honest the two her and the snake boy yeah I was like yeah make it happen because I I think I was just like desperate for something to happen um oh just to back just to backtrack to the wealth thing Imagine calling a friend in high school and being like, do you have a pool? Well, it also makes no sense because she has a pool. So yeah. but I mean, the assumption what? that you would have a pool. Also, well, but okay, they- where is the movie? Where is this movie set? Are they in like, I kind of thought they were in like Southern California. Or I think it's in California. So like if she's like in like a rich neighborhood in Southern California, like maybe like it's maybe it's normal for those people to call up their friends and be like do you have a pool um yeah i don't like that just another comment also about the pool she says that it's warmer than her bathtub swimming pool should not be hot you get sleepy yeah wait and that's unsafe um (laughs) and then also she takes money from her teacher which is evil yeah that's do not take money from your teacher if you are if you have a pool uh i did yeah, like literally the scene she for... has a pool okay sorry yeah <laughs> i did yep. like the scene of her, her. Hole punching i liked her hole punching the paper i know she's it funny was very joyful to me i think the Irwin scenes are good because he's very naturally funny i think he like he's good at being like super awkward but still like fun like i liked his awkwardness and it was endearing to me more than her because he just like kind of you know, like rambles or doesn't really know how to speak, and that's fine. Did you notice that like he presses a button and the chorus of a specific song plays? Yeah, he and had, I had a no fucking up. idea. Like, what is that song? I have no idea what it is. <laughs> we were like, are we supposed to recognize the song? I don't. It was like a dickhead, dickhead. You're a huge dickhead. You're a dickhead. I don't um, know if it's a real song or. That actor is 10 years older than Haley Steinfeld. <gasps> oh, wait, he's like 30 something? Oh. Yeah. I Wait, don't how old is he now? Like I think too. he's hot, but that's weird. Yeah. 
He's in the good place, I think. Yeah, they should have. The, they should have made him. Like one of Jason's He should have been ten years older in the movie because then it would have made sense. Yeah. That she was like, oh, like what if it? What if she was like, oh, this like, kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's also why like it was hard for me to get these like outbursts because like everybody is vaguely between the age of like. 20 to 30 and I couldn't tell like if they're supposed to be 16 or like mm. college and like yeah it just it was hard for me to get to, to to feel sympathetic to her when everyone looks like a model <laughs> can we move on I feel like we need to finish this yeah up. one more yeah. thing is that this not how antidepressants work <laughs> I know what I know you took what did I'm you like, do? take a clonopin every day for a month yeah 2016 <sighs> we, we knew how SSRI it's not a big freaking deal I'm so over I'm so over that okay Mona is freaking okay. out and calls Darian for help Darian confronts her about depending on him too much but says he will take care of Nadine meanwhile Nadine gets a message from Nick who asks her to hang out she gets all dolled up and he drives her to a parking lot where he tries to have sex with her when Nadine doesn't want to Nick says he's not there to get to know her heartbroken Nadine calls Mr. Brunner who brings her to his home Darian and Krista come to get her, but Nadine refuses to get in the car with them, saying Darian is just there to be a hero. He reveals the pressure he feels to take care of their mom after their dad died. Later, Nadine apologizes and says she struggles with self-hatred. <laughs> There's a typo. Okay, the next morning, Nadine and Krista <laughs> reconcile, and Nadine goes to Irwin's film festival. She gives him flowers afterward, and he introduces her to his friends. I'll jump to, like, the end of the movie, um, the like emotional climax of this film is the brother like giving Nadine a hug <laughs> and it's weird for two reasons one it's so underwhelming it's just it's just like oh like okay I guess you're gonna have a hug now um two it looked like they were about to fuck yeah also like it was like I really thought it was like they were like looking into each other's eyes and it was like weird man like I think that okay number my comment was number one I don't think I've ever slow hugged my brother as an adult like a slow emotional hug like we hug but not like a uh, and then Mm -hmm. also the problem is that they're both so hot so like it, the slow hug cannot be platonic. Yeah, they're just they're just so hot. Yeah, and so like I can't. Yeah, I yeah, I I hug my brother. It's not like that. Also, <laughs> also, Krista and the brother look way more like siblings than yes, yeah. Haley Steinfeld and the brother. They seem too. they literally seem married. Like when they're yeah. talking to each other at like his like sports event. Yeah, I don't even where, know what they're. Where at. are they? <laughs> Like, I'm like, are like, you at the like alumni like, reunion? That's like, what it looks happening? like. Like, are you like catching up with like your like colleagues from your like office job? Like, <laughs> where are you? You're literally like at the like sport. Like, oh, we just played a, a rousing game of polo, and now we're chatting <laughs> over some. Like, where are you? I don't know. It's so weird. Okay, um, I honestly was rooting for Nick and Nadine, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what if he? So okay, so first of all, if you sent this message you would immediately have to follow up and be like, LOL, JK. Like, you you, you have to do something. Like, it's You psycho. would be like, OMG, my friend, like, yes. I left my computer open and my friend yes. said this is a joke. Like, it, like sound, it reads like a joke. Yeah. You could get away with that. Um, and if someone yeah. followed up and was like, let's hang out, I'd be like, he's going to murder me. Yes. That being said, I was like, what if he's just, like, weird, too, and they just get along? Um, True. That quickly 
that I was quickly proven wrong because he seems like a jerk, essentially. Yeah. Um, he seems like a jerk, but I also, like, I sort of was like, what? I mean, like, he he is a jerk. You know that he is because, like, even if he does think that she wants to fuck, like, she's obviously not in a good place. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, he was going there but expecting she, to hook she up. she also doesn't, he doesn't, like, know her. So yeah. he doesn't, like, yeah, know that she's true. in a bad yeah. place. And also, I think, like, he definitely is a jerk. But then, but, like, she texted him and was like, I'm literally dying to suck you off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's like absurd of him to be like, okay, do you like, yeah, we're and in he our like, car, alone. do you want to suck me off now? Like, and, and he like expresses himself pretty well in the moment. He's yeah. like, I'm so confused. Like, he, right. he like comes off as like legitimately. Like, confused. he's a little bit annoying and dramatic. Like, cause he's like a high school, but I don't know. I mean, I guess his character was written pretty well. Like, you know, he's kind of like, what the yeah. hell? Like, he's like, uncomfortably annoyed that she doesn't want to do it which is you know but uh. it's, she it's she literally weird, said she didn't even say like you know i'm in love with you she said like i want to like suck well, she you did, off but she and, did like, she did she also said, like, i think i'm in love with you oh that's true like, like but it she was also said i want you inside me yeah and i was like well what do we think about the teacher reading that stuff? If I was a teacher, oh, I would super, not read it. super, super weird. I thought no, they were like, going to have him trail off. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He kept going. He instead, he just read it more slowly. <laughs> you um, add, It's just yeah. so like, definitely teachers should not be like reading their like 17 year old girl students sex out loud. Ooh, sex. Like sects whenever i think of sex i think of um the glee scene with santana being like because my sex are i don't even know what she says but she just like really (laughs) hits the x really hard (laughs) rest in peace um i Um, don't know about nadine and erwin together like i don't i don't i don't like that just because there's a nice guy you have to be romantically into him like she doesn't seem right. attracted to him. I was thinking at the beginning of the movie, I was thinking like, oh, cool. Like she's making a new friend. Like yeah. this, could, <laughs> this could solve the whole issue. Like a weird guy emerges who's like also kind of weird and you don't want to fuck him and it doesn't seem like he wants to fuck you. So like, cool. Like you can have a second friend, like a normal person. And- yeah. She also like for for all the his like shirtless scenes in his like, giant mansion pool like she doesn't like look at him once in like a way of like oh i'm like realizing that you're hot yeah like even if they were like okay first she thinks is weird and then like the classic like oh now i see him with a shirt off and like i think he's hot like that could have happened and like she doesn't she just like kind of there's no moment that's meant to indicate that he's hot now like yeah yeah that's what they should have done they should they i mean that's what i think they were trying to do is that they should have, you know, she should be with Irwin, but there was just no sexual tension between them. Yeah, this movie, this movie's confused about hormones because they like, yeah. it, the movie, I think, also is like confused genre-wise. Like yeah. it should have leaned in and gone full like dumb teen movie and done the like slow motion, like he's walking to the pool and he's hot as fuck now, and we didn't realize it the whole time. Like it should have really leaned into that, but instead it was like really trying to straddle like that and then also like a kind of like really indie like ladybird-esque like indie yeah. movie but so like it just really it was unclear like um what it was trying to be and I think that hurt the movie like if it yeah if it, 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 I described it yesterday I was like this movie is like 
it's like what if ladybird is like a made for tv movie like <laughs> it's so which and i didn't have to be like that like they should have just like made it either better or worse like yeah yeah yeah, yeah they, exactly you have to decide is it a bad movie or is it a good movie and it's also like i i feel that way too about the teacher scenes because i couldn't tell if they were trying to be quirky and like funny or sincere right and all of the teacher scenes i was like this could be 50% shorter because mm. it could just be them like it could just be kind of him like owning her and putting her in her place a little bit that would be like, really be funny. funny funny woody harrelson and scene like and then have one sincere scene at the end where she like sees his family i want a two-hour movie of woody harrelson just dunking over <laughs> and over and over again on Haley steinfeld it is funny when she's like really awful to her mom and her mom just fucking owns her as well like if a kid like if a kid if my kid was like really fucking mean to me like that i would absolutely strike back as well out of anger strike <laughs> back <laughs> because she's just she's just a bit like she's not uh, she's not likable unfortunately and not even in a way that like i'm trying now that you're saying ladybird like she is she is really annoying too that character but like you're still rooting for her right or at least like you can sympathize with her more right uh, maybe it's also because they're not like living in a mansion oh yeah they uh, actually true, do yeah. have financial woes <laughs> i did say um Haley Haley lou richardson they're sort of doing her makeup differently as the situation progresses. Like she looks more and more like a trophy wife. And by yeah. the end of the movie, when she's in the car, she looked to me like Sarah Jessica Parker for some reason. She's she got like, the like jacket and the hair. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh yeah, you're, you're like, oh, you're, you're, yeah. I she's married. That. She's uh -huh. married coded. Maybe this movie is like really into like get married to your best friend or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't also, know. Also like super, super weird how, so, okay, I think failing on Krista's part, Krista, as I said earlier, like fails to navigate the like brother, best friend situation. Like the, the, the moment where they drive to pick her up and like Krista's in the car, like I think Krista should have gotten out and gone to like get Nadine. Like, yes. yeah. like Krista, like as soon as she starts dating the brother, she kind of like stops being She's a like, friend. Fuck this girl. She's like, fuck <laughs> this girl. Like, oh, I guess yes. I'm just the girl for now. <laughs> 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 maybe that's a big, maybe that's something that, why I don't connect with this movie that much mm -hmm. is because she's having sort of two dilemmas, her dilemma with her friend and her dilemma with her brother. And we aren't, yeah. we don't know which, like, it seems like the brother dilemma is supposed to be more important. I guess they're not, they're not treated equally. There's never a resolution for the friend dilemma. They the never, friend like, is just sort of, I mean, she's I like, mean, I'll call you later. Like it's not treated with the same respect when Krista was supposed to be this person that was so important right. to her after yeah, her dad died. Yeah, they're like friends since like right. childhood. Like also, what? wait, I have a question vaguely related. Where the hell are Krista's parents? Where <laughs> where are they? Also, why- She like, lives with him now. <laughs> I guess. And also I, I feel like it, did, it doesn't make sense that there aren't like more adults in Haley Steinfeld's life. Like if-, if if Haley Steinfeld and Krista have been like best friends since like second grade or whatever, you would think that Haley Steinfeld would also be like at Krista's house. And like, mm. I would, I can imagine Krista's parents would be like, oh, our daughter's best friend, like dad died. Like yeah. now this, like, wouldn't they be involved somewhere? Shouldn't they be hear, around? We hear something about Krista's family issues. Is it that her mom drinks? There's a oh, scene. Oh yeah, in the start, there's like a scene. There's a about scene it. that implies that she has her own. Or no, her issues. parents. Her parents fight all the time, oh, and I don't okay. know if they ever. Oh split yeah, off. they yeah. they fight, but like, okay, yeah. like, sure. She that's why she lives. Sure, with, that's like, why she lives with him. 
I do. I did laugh when like they wake up on a weekend morning and she goes to Irwin's thing, but like the mom doesn't know. So she's like rushing around being like, where the fuck is she? Because like my mom would also do that because if I woke up early on a weekend morning and left the house, everyone would be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Are but film it was... festivals usually in the morning? No. No. Also, <laughs> also, it's like it's not a film. It's like a high school film <laughs> screening. It's a not festival. a film festival. It's like I love it's it. Like the like film class like screening at nine a.m. in the morning or whatever. It's also packed. And it's packed like... to the brim <laughs> with people who came out to see these shitty ass student films at nine in the morning. Also, they show us the whole film. Yes. They show us Irwin's whole yeah, 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 like, yeah. shittily animated. Like <laughs> I have suspended so much disbelief in this movie. Like the least they could have done is like made like something that was at least interesting to watch and I could have just continued to suspend disbelief and been like yeah it makes sense he's like a great animator or something like um but instead they made this like shitty ass like dumb film made me watch the whole thing and it's also an incel film yeah it's 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 literally an it's literally an incel film the film has an incel message and then like the end of the movie unfortunately it's like her solution to her self-hatred is, like, a nice guy likes her and it gives her self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I guess is realistic. I guess. <laughs> but, like, I was just like, that's the message. I do but- think it's sweet that he sort of pushes her into his group of friends. I liked that. Yeah, because that's that supposed parallel. to be. But I'm like, but then I'm like, is that supposed to be saying that he's a better friend than Krista was? Hmm. Like, uh, I, yeah, I also, I, I'm so confused about what this movie's trying to say. The only acting from Haley Steinfeld that I didn't like was her watching the movie. She was like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it was almost yeah. like she was like pointing at the screen. Yeah, like, it was, yeah. It was overblown. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh my God. Yeah, wow. crazy. Crazy. Wow, we really took this. We really took this film to it's task. Really difficult. We really did. I think. I think it's hard for me because, like, you could tell that the movie was taking itself so so seriously, and then also like the high ratings. So I was like really confused about what I was supposed to be confused. Yeah. yeah. Expectations. I want a remake yeah. of this movie that is just like bad and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. I think it could be really funny and I think like some of the people in it had like some good comedy moments and I think her mom could just like own her more. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should I mm-hmm. should I sum it up, Jane? Okay, we've come to the end. We're each going to answer three questions. April, you can go first. Um so the first question is, is this movie good or bad? I think I think bad. I think on the whole, I have to say bad. Like it's, it's yeah. I mean, the one thing I will say about it is that it's very watchable. Like mm-hmm. it's not once during the movie was I like, yeah, I don't want to finish this or like, <laughs> I or like, it's very like, just kind of like your eyes glaze over and it's like, uh, watchability is a big thing for me. I'm yeah, very, yeah. Pre- I need a movie, even if a movie is really good, it needs to be watchable. So, um, sure. so, and I don't care if a movie is bad as long as it's watchable. So like bad, but yeah. still watchable. Like, you know, high production value, like, you know, a lot of money went into this movie. The acting was mostly good. Like um, Haley Seinfeld is fun to watch. Like, um, but on the whole, bad. But mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, let's put this on. Like <laughs> if I was like, just like killing time with a friend or something. Like Jane. I I I wrote good, but I, but I feel very conflicted about it. I'm just trying to like taking my personal feelings about it out. 
I'm ugh, I'm so torn. But I'll say I'll say good. I'll say good. Issa, you go. I think I I think bad because um I can see what it's trying to do and it like isn't doing it. And I think like ugh, and I think like all the actors were good and it was just mm-hmm. like unfortunately not not for not not accomplishing what it necessarily wanted to and i it's hard for me too because i think a lot of people i think a movie about like a self-hating teen like has i don't know merit but like yeah like we said it just like couldn't decide whether it wanted to be indie core mm-hmm. or like bad and like mm-hmm. I, it just needed to pick so mm-hmm. the the next question is do you did you like this movie yeah yes um it was fun to pick apart it was fun to watch I guess that's what I mean by watchability bad movie but I liked it but in a different way from movie where I'm like so bad it's good Mm -hmm. it's not that I'm not saying it was like a it's just like a bad movie it could have been yeah yeah it could have been it could have been good it was a bad movie but it like I would say I mean like is a pretty weak word too so yeah Yeah. I liked it I'm willing to commit to that I I think watchability what you exactly what you said is so true like I watched this whole movie and was well entertained and i think Haley seinfeld is really really talented and i like would love to see her do something much better um she just has a great face like very animated and like just pleasant to watch but what's funny is like the further i get away from the movie i kind of was was i i sort of am unsure what i'm supposed to feel about it and i'm unsure what the message is and and i don't think it's going to have a lasting impact on me um but i'll say that i i liked watching it I think, like, I, I agree with you, like, Haley was, like, fun to watch as, like, an actor. She She's a fellow round face queen, and she's also part Filipino, Jane. Of I found course. out this. Um, which I got excited about. Um, but I, I think I'm going to say I didn't like it, and I think it's because, like, it was such a bummer in a way that I feel like Perks of Being a wallflower was trying to do like all this like fucked up shit was happening in their family and stuff like that but without sort of the moments that are like fun or like make you feel heartwarmed Mm. in any way and so like it just should have sprinkled those in there was no nostalgia no zero which there absolutely could have been like yeah imagine if they had used like different music instead of like kind of like just weird like 2015 bops like. instead of also like the mute the the song that plays when he like plays the chorus in the pool yeah what the <laughs> but i'm like fuck? what is that dickhead also, if you you're could, a dickhead do, if do, you do, could do, program do. a button in your house to play the chorus of one song what would it be <laughs> it would be girls at by um ah, sure, joey perp sure. and mm. chance rapper I heard you've been listening to that song on repeat. Oh, I've also been listening to Indigo Indigo Girls Closer to Five. I listened to that song for maybe two hours total yesterday. Closer you mean like over and over? And the yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I think I would do um the the chorus for Dancing on My Own by Robin. Mm-hmm. I'm in the corner. Just because it's a fun, like, it hits. Yeah. You want to have that queued up? What, yeah, yeah. what situations are you pressing your button to start that song in <laughs> that's true i don't know i guess to like move the house into a party mood i don't know <laughs> to move the okay 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 like to to change the mood transition. you press that transition you press that. yeah it's a transition yeah <laughs> again don't really understand that that house has that in the movie but that's okay mm, mm. 
I um, think the third. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I think my my button song. My button song is I want the chorus to um, "Who Killed Tangerine" by Tears for Fears, <laughs> um, queued up, ready to go. Um, which is, I think, one of the strongest choruses of any song of all time. And and the situation that you would press that in pretty much any situation, any situation, pretty much okay. all the time. Okay. Pretty much, I would wake up and press that button. Pretty much, I would press it while I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, um, do we think Irwin like uses that button a lot? Probably all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's why his parents are gone. They like hate him. Um, okay, the third question is: What type of teen is this movie for? I don't even know if it's for teens. <laughs> like, is it for? Is it really like it's technically a teen movie, but like who is watching it? I think either younger people, like middle schoolers, maybe, who are like, ooh, we're gonna watch a high school ass movie, or like <laughs> adults who are like, let's put on a dumb like indie coming of age movie. Um, I don't I can't really imagine like a 17-year-old being like, Yeah, this is my favorite movie. Like, I love that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe someone who who thinks that they're really struggling, but they're not. Maybe someone who guess, thinks they're yeah. Lily Reinhardt and Chemical Hearts when actually what a movie they're yeah. totally chill. Um, they might be into this. I I think I agree. I think it has to be someone who's like, yeah, I'm her. I'm really struggling, and I like mm. am really picked apart by my own like perception of my imperfections like it's really killing me inside but then like if you are sort of like wallowing in that mood then like the ending of this movie is not gonna help because you're like where's my like hot rich korean guy you know like we're all looking for that's that's like part of part of what left me so disappointed is like even if you're saying that this movie is supposed to address like teen self-hatred like what the hell does it do for them like that's not really there um, the problem with waiting with 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 having with looking around for a hot rich Korean guy is you miss all the boys in the pet store who look like Randall from Monsters Inc. <laughs> you know? Who probably would have been like fine at sex, maybe. Yeah. It sounds like. Do you think he's had sex before? Do you think that character had the had... pet store guy? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Really? So. And not not yes. good sex. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like tried it and it was bad and now he's like, I'm so good at sex. He also <laughs> was like fully ready to like have sex with her in the car, which I think Yeah. Was... I've never done that. And I also think it doesn't make sense necessarily for cars. It's like that... extremely logistically difficult. Yeah. I think that it started because cars didn't used to have as much like shit in the middle between yeah, the two seats. Who's was like fucking over the center console. Like yeah, that's like... so painful. Like what I can't get over it. Like, how do you get over it? Like, <laughs> there's you, no you getting like, over jump it. over yeah. it. Yeah. I once yeah. straddled someone in the driver's seat and my butt honked the horn. That would always happen. Yes. Jane, that's like a porno. No, it, w- it was not like a porno <laughs> in any way. The listeners can agree to disagree. <laughs> Um, April, what are you watching these days that's not this? What am I what am I watching these days that's not this? <laughs> oh my well, mostly I'm just watching this over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm just kind of watching this movie. I watched it this morning. I'm gonna watch it again what? right after this. Um yeah, that's that's kind of it. <laughs> what are you guys Jane, watching? Jane, what are you watching? Okay, so I've mostly been playing Zelda breath of the whatever it's called for switch it's mostly what i've been looking at is that like However, the sequel to breath of the wild 
No, it, no, it is, is Breath, Breath of, of the, the Wild. wild. <laughs> Jane is okay. This is. Let me explain what's happening. Jane and Walt, her partner, are both like not gamer gamer teens, and we're not. And then recently got a Nintendo Switch and mm. like asked us what games to get, and I was like, Jane, I think you might like Zelda. And so now Jane is like discovering gaming, like as an adult, which is really I'm a cool gamer, and, like endearing woman. to me. Wow. Um, but I finally watched an episode of Last Chance You. <gasps> And I the did first, really first like season? it. I watched the first season of the basketball one. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I like think them. that it's uh, it's definitely a great show, but I don't think I can keep watching it because it's too sad. Like even just even just it's the sad. fact that these kids have to drive two hours to go play basketball is heartbreaking to me. And so I don't it's think I can sad. continue watching. Walter, <laughs> of course, Walter. I, I was like, cheer to me is very beautiful. I don't think necessarily basketball is, but he was like, no, basketball is beautiful to me. So. Yeah, wow. so he might watch it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I watched Matrix 2 and 3 for the first time mm. because I want to watch the new one. And it was really fun. We kind of like watched them while doing other stuff. Like I was like eating yeah. soup. I was like eating soup. <laughs> what a very distracting thing to do during a movie. <laughs> um, it kind of I was kind of getting it everywhere. Um, <laughs> I I like I I did have to keep like looking up stuff. I realized that something in the Matrix that's not clear to me is, like, how many people are, like, alive in, like, the real world slash, like, Zion Mm -hmm. and, like, how many people are, like, asleep and still in the Matrix. And, like, I don't think they do quite a good job of being, like, there's only, like, X number of ships left because everyone else is dead. Like, I couldn't understand who was alive and who was dead. Also, I I think I've said this before, but everyone is so hairless and, like, smooth. (laughs) Like, it's such a... It's such a like smooth pale. They're into sugaring. They're born like, from they're they've been in the matrix their whole life and so they're just kind of in slime. Like You know what? You're right. If you were in slime your whole life, you'd be hairless. Your skin would look your so Your skin would look good. I bet it is so, so hydrating. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah, to just so plump with so slime. <laughs> Tur- they put like hyaluronic acid in the I want to be covered in slime. Yeah. <laughs> um but anyway, Thank you so much, April, for taking this movie apart with us. Thank you guys for having me to talk about this movie. I totally did not know anything about this movie, and I was a little bummed, but I'm really happy we all came out on the same page. (laughs) Similar page. April, would you like to plug anything? Uh, yeah. Me and my, um, uh, writing and comedy partner, Grace Freud, are girl god together, and we have alternating monthly shows in New York and LA, so... Um, come out and see us if you live in either city and if you don't um, get on a plane and fly to either city and come. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's so legit. I have a question. Sorry. Which, um, so when you do alternating shows in either city, which like food and drink scene are you looking forward to more? Which food in between New York and LA? Yeah. Like of the day that you do your show and you're going to like get something to eat beforehand and like, oh, interesting. Get a drink after maybe Mm. like, which one are you like, oh, yay. Like we're going to go here and I'll be able to go here before slash after show. New York definitely has more like fun, like divey places that Mm. I think are are classic. LA is difficult to find like a good, like really good bar that is fun. She likes New York better. Okay, Jane, what is our upcoming movie? (laughs) Okay, our upcoming movie was chosen by our patrons. Congratulations. Wait, or thank you? Whatever. It's called... Wait, what is it? The First Time, and it stars Britt Robertson, Dylan O'Brien's ex-girlfriend. What is 
is this movie? Is this real? It is real. Wait, who else is in it? Dylan O'Brien? Wait, hold on. I've literally never been aware of this movie. Guys, Dylan O'Brien is in it. Not only is his ex-girlfriend in it, Dylan O'Brien is in the movie. So is Victoria Justice. So is someone called Halston Sage. Um, (gasps) Made up name. Not a real guy. We actually know about her. (laughs) She's a, yeah. Wait, this this was at Sundance? What is this? We're going to find out next week. This is like algorithmically generated. Exactly. Um, That's perfect for us. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm excited. I don't know anything about it, and I won't. I don't care to look it up. That was under the bleachers. Our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Uh, don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend and with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail dot com, and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the bleachers.